Here we go. Three, two, one. Commitment, dedication, success. Copland, Keebler, and Wallace. The most trusted name in executive search and consulting welcomes you to the KKNW podcast, where we delve deep into the not-so-simple art of hospitality. And now here's your host, award-winning journalist, compelling storyteller, and video strategist, Corey Saban. And it's wonderful to be with you today. Welcome to the KKNW podcast. I'm Corey Sabin, and today we have none other than Dick Copland with us. Dick began a tradition for the firm wherein a core foundation to its success is its commitment to professional development, not only for its own team, but more importantly for the industry. And that's a perfect segue to today's guest, Nick Weir from Little Owl Entertainment, who plays a vital role in the industry, helping you and your teams get the entertainment that you need to keep the members engaged. Nick decided to follow his dream of bringing people together through the power of live music. He started his company by combining his passions and experiences of being a musician for many years, hosting events of all sizes, working in the hospitality and private club world, and managing world tours for some of the biggest artists like Train, Rascal Flats, and Jake Owen. Nick is a dynamic individual who I know you're going to thoroughly enjoy, and and today, I'm thrilled to have Dick and Nick. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Corey. Well, first, Thanks, Corey. first and foremost, Dick, you know, you've been in this industry such a long time, and you've crossed paths with everyone. So how were you introduced to Nick Weir? Well, Nick and I go back a number of years uh, to uh, Dallas Country Club. Uh, Three Carpenter was managing Dallas Country Club, and Nick Weir and uh, and a, another good friend, Kyle Rook, were both working for Three. And I believe that's the first time that I was introduced to Nick. But I, I think the real opportunity to get to know him came a little bit later than that. And I'll see how good my memory is, uh, Nick. You can correct me, but uh, Nick had... Uh, suggested that he'd like to sit down and, and have coffee with me and talk about what he was thinking about in terms of a business, and uh, I said, happy to do that. And I think we met at a restaurant near the Orlando airport for some reason. Maybe I was at the PCA show. I'm not quite certain. And that's the first time I really had the opportunity to sit down and, and visit with Nick and hear what his uh, goals were and what he was outlining for his company. Does that, does that sound about right, Nick? I'm, I'm I think that's the first time we really talked in, in some detail. Yeah, I, there's so many uh, great dinners. I think that was one of the first, and then I was in the Phoenix area um, not long after, and I remember visiting with you as well and kind of spending the day with you and picking your brain. That's right, yes. Then we spent some time here in Scottsdale. I, I do recall that. So you guys have stayed in touch over the years, and Dick, I'm sure that you followed Nick's career path very vigilantly. Well, it's always fun, uh, Corey, having been, as you said, in the business uh, all of my life. I'm, I'm older than dirt, and so I've been around, and it's always it's great to, to look at some of the young rising superstars, some of the, the great young women and great young men in our industry in the club environment, and I've, I've hopefully helped them to some degree to, to further their careers. But I've, my interest has always been how can, how can those folks carry this on and, and really carry on the traditions of, of, of what's happening in our environment. And 
And also, how can they be successful if they choose a, a somewhat of a different career track like Nick has, uh, but certainly ha- having a foundation in the, in the hospitality business, I, I know has been helpful to Nick, but it, it's, uh, it's kind of a way that I've, I've stayed in touch with people, and it, it, it's just fun to watch them develop and watch their businesses succeed, and, and it's been great seeing Nick uh, you know, continue to thrive. Uh, even though we had a tough last year with, with this COVID, I think uh, we're going to see some great things in Nick's little company going forward. And Nick, let's talk about that a little bit. You do have a diverse background in the fact that you have a great understanding of the private club industry and a passion for music. So what made you want to marry those two together? Yeah, great question, Corey. I, um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I picked a major in college because I had to, um, but my long-term goal was to be a rock star drummer. My band all went to the same high school and college. So my parents would probably uh, disown me if they knew that was priority one. But when I had to pick a major, the, the private club industry and hospitality just sounded so inter- entertaining and and uh, and just never lagging. And that that's kind of my DNA. So when I went into the club world, you know, graduated with a degree in hospitality management, had a couple of great internships. Dick had mentioned uh, how we met through Three Carpenter when he was at Dallas Country Club. I was just wowed by by the industry, um, but it definitely kept missing the music. Um, I love the busyness of it. I love the helping people, creating events, you know, how many different departments there are. But, you know, the little town I come from, no one knows what the music business is. They know, you know, your your local cover bands that play at bars and clubs, and that's about it. So it really took some great introductions that uh, opened my eyes to learn what the music business is. And if you're not just playing the drums, you can be on the on the other side from putting together tours, booking the shows, managing artists, dealing with uh, PR and promotion and album sales and singles. And I mean, the list goes on and on. So um, yeah, it took meeting the right people, deciding to move to Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. And um, yeah, from there, it's just been uh, hustling, networking, and uh, just kind of kept jumping tour to tour. But what most people in, in Nashville know all too well is that when you're working for a tour, when the gig is up, the gig is up. Um, unless you're in a salary situation where you're signed on, even when the artist isn't working, you're looking for a new gig. So I always uh, leaned on my, my country club connections and friends in the industry where I would pick up some, some jobs here and there. And that long story short, I just started uh, booking some little music events at some local clubs here in Nashville. And that turned into a business idea. And I said, let's, let's give it a shot. And uh, yeah, kind of the rest is history. It's, it's, I'm very, very blessed and fortunate that it's evolved as much as it has over the last eight to eight to nine years now. So I'm a big music fan and a passionate air guitar player. Uh, if you can take, <laughs> take us back to life on tour, for example, uh, it's not as glamorous as some people might think. What was it like traveling with train or being on tour with the Eagles? Yeah. Oh man. I, how much time do you got? Um, yeah, the, it's, it's, funny because the glitz and the glamour you know that's seen on television and uh you know heard on the radio and podcasts and different uh you know media streams um for the consumer um it's so exciting that they get to consume 
the entertainment that way. But if only, you know, folks knew how much actually goes into it. You're right. The, the 20 hour days, the sleeping on the tour bus, which can be so fun. I remember the first day I was on a tour bus, I graduated from college and a week later moved on to a couple million dollar tour bus. I've been on more tour buses with, uh, you know, beds and bunks that don't fit someone that's six five, um, which is me. And, uh, so it's, it's definitely interesting. You know, it's, it's not your ideal, uh, comfortable day. However, when the band hits the stage, when you're walking the artist to stage, you hear the crowd, it just makes everything so worth it. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of travel. I, uh, said on another show that I had the fortune of, of being on recently that, you know, I decided if I'm going to be in an industry where, uh, you know, the requirement is to work nights, weekends, and holidays, I'd, I'd really love to just be around the music. If I'm not playing it, I'd love to just be a, be a fan and, and be a leader in that, in that world. So obviously concerts, shows happen, nights, weekends, holidays. So it makes it, it makes it worth it when we have to, you know, be gone and miss certain things, be away from friends and family. At least we get to be doing something that we love. And, and that's what I, uh, have the uh, great fortune to, to do. So working in the club industry, Nick, and bringing these events there, what are some events that stand out and some of the reactions from the members and the club staff? Yeah, I think, Corey, for me, and, and where, you know, Dick and, and Three and Kevin McDonald, Kyle Rook, all these great mentors and friends of mine in the industry have been so supportive and and what we're trying to do and what we've been able to do is really think differently. Um, you know, let's be honest, clubs are busy. There's a lot going on all of the time. So many departments when it comes to events and planning and advancing and booking talent and decorations, all of that, like that's, that's a lot of work to do. And the average club does what a hundred, a couple hundred of those a year, big to small. So my goal is really to just add a, 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 you know, hit the reset button, add a refreshing, you know, creative outlet. And, uh, you know, you, you hire a, a golf superintendent to come in and take over and, and manage your golf course. You, you hire a fitness director to come in and lead that program and, and take your, your club, you know, fitness level to uh, just up and up. So when it comes to music and entertainment, you know, that's what we do. And we're, we're so grateful to do it, but um, for managing, you know, some of the biggest artists in the world and doing world tours, selling out arenas, festivals, it's so fun to get creative with club managers and come in and be like, okay, what, what have you guys done and what haven't you done? What are your members saying they want? Have you asked them? Um, there's so many, there's so many options that that in itself can be overwhelming. So what we try to do is, like I said, just add that creative refresh of, have you thought about this? Well, we've actually created a show that does this. And uh, really just trying to give them something that the value is matching what the expectations are for club managers. I'm sorry, for club members. Um, And, you know, in our eyes, what we know of membership dues and initiation fees, these members are paying quite a bit to belong to a, a VIP club to get that exclusivity. So uh, it just makes sense that every event should match um, that level of, of excellence. Um, if not, they, you know, they might have to go get it somewhere else. And my love for the club world and all of these great people, it's like, well, we don't want them to do that. We want them to come here for that exclusivity. So that's what we really strive to, to focus on. 
Well, Dick, you were very fortunate in 2019 when the CMA World Conference was in Nashville to see uh, Nick uh, right in his home environment there, and you used Nick's company to put on an event. What was it like, and what was the reaction? Well, Nick is such a creative guy. Uh, that, you know, one of the things I like about him is you give him an idea, and he runs with it, and he'll give you two or three different options. And we just had a fun time. We did a what we call the Texas Tornadoes with the, the – Kurt uh, Keebler and Tom Wallace, myself, and then we had Steve Graves and, and his associate and his company as well, and and it was kind of a surprise thing, surprise function that Nick uh, coordinated with us. It was just a lot of fun to do, um, and and so I can just tell you that you know working with Nick is just such a pleasure, and he takes care of the details, and you can trust him to do what he says he's going to do, and and it it just was, it was a lot of fun, and, and, and but Corey, I just want to make a comment. You know, I. I as Nick's talking, I'm thinking back to my days of managing clubs, and I wish that there had been a, a company like Nick's because how many times can you do the same old uh, event at your club? It just got to the point that we just got tired of the social calendar and the programming, and how many times can you do dinner theater? And and uh, and I wish there had been a company like Nick's because I know that uh, the club managers I've talked to who, who engaged Nick have said that when he puts an event on at their club, it's the, it's the event that people talk about all year and they can't wait to, to come back to it. And not only they talk about it, but other clubs in the market talk about it. So it's such a huge competitive advantage, I think, for any general manager today to, to have an option like Nick provides. And, again, I, I just wish that when I was managing clubs, uh, Nick and, and his company had been there. It would have been a, been a, a much um, more engaging and, and fun social season. But, anyway. Got off on tangent, uh, Corey, but I, I didn't want to forget that thought. Not at all. Not at all. So, Nick, give us a little insight into the secret sauce, if you will, uh, some of these events that Dick alluded to. I mean, what kind of talent are you booking, and what sets you apart from the other booking agencies? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Dick, thank you for saying that. You're, you're a sweet man, and um, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, Corey, I guess uh, it's evolved quite a bit over the year, but, the you know, kind of consider ourselves to have three different buckets of talent and entertainment that we can create for clubs and, and businesses alike. Um, one of those being what I kind of call our bread and butter. Um, and it's a show that we've recently created. We've done variations of this in the past, but really calling it a show, organizing it as a, a quote party in a box where it's a, it's a one stop, you know, uh, turnkey event. Um, so we call it music city live. Um, it's three hit singer songwriters here from Nashville. Um, and yeah, we've, we've done, like I said, variations of it over the years for, uh, CMAA, PCMA conferences that they do annually. We've done a few little tours on the West coast, taking these, these songwriters up to Canada for clubs up there really all over, but those have been mostly one-offs. And so, you know, as, as Dick alluded to, this has been a, uh, this has been a tough year for the club world and for the, the music industry and entertainment industry. And, you know, we've, we've kind of not been able to do what we do for a living. So just trying to get proactive and, and put something out there that, Hey, club managers, I mean, uh, we understand you guys have kind of been put on pause with your events just like we have. So here's something, here's a show, um, a one-stop shop, a unique, experience coming to you from music city and there's some of the hit songs that folks have heard on the radio and on television shows it's 
three incredible uh, acts. They're writers, producers, artists. They play together. You know, they kind of start the show like the Eagles singing uh, Seven Bridges Road, just that raw acapella harmonies that really make people's hair stand up when they hear it. You know, we just want it to be a wow factor, something that's not a local band playing in the corner as background music, really a, a show that's impressive. And uh, and we've got creative ideas for days for how it can work with, with each club to club because I joke all the time, no two clubs are the same. Um, so that's one particular show that we're excited to uh, to have quite a few dates on the calendar already. Uh, we're booking those regionally weekend, weekend, um, weekend to weekend where we'll go to one market, you know, play as many clubs as we can in that area, come back to Nashville, fly out to DC the next weekend, do the same thing all over again. So that's kind of that first bucket. Um, a second bucket I would say is, you know, maybe some of the, the bigger clubs or the, uh, the clubs that have a centennial coming up, their, their big event of the year or of the decade, where maybe they throw in a little bit more money or some funds at it. They just want it to really be, you know, impressive and a wow factor. We can book nationally known acts, you know, people that um, you consider A, B, C listers, any genres, you know, kind of the joy of being here in Music City is we've got all the connections that you need. You just kind of tell us who you're looking for. Um, one event that we're uh, kind of version two of the Music City Live is a, a show that we call Country Club Music Fest, and it's essentially um, what it sounds like. We're bringing Lollapalooza or Bonnaroo to your club. We can do it in your back golf course. We can do it in your parking lot. We'll book the headliner. We'll book the the sound stage and lighting, some opening acts, some food trucks, really just creating a, a music festival experience and, and day or night um, for club members. Something that, you know, you'd have to stand in line and go to uh, a festival that has a couple hundred thousand people. We'll bottle all that up and take it to the backyard of your country club. So excited to do that for, for quite a few clubs as well. And kind of the third bucket is your more, uh, I guess more common need for covered tribute bands. Um, there's so many in Nashville. We're connected with, with acts that live all over the country as well. So um, yeah, from, from a yacht rock band to a country cover band to a, you know, top 40, there's, there's so many different options that we've, that we are fortunate to book for clubs as well. And Nick, one of the things that really jumps out at me is I went to one of those with the three writers sitting around and in a in a circle, if you will, and they had their guitars, like you had mentioned, singing a cappella earlier. And I went in with the sense that, geez, I'm not a big country music fan, but I walked out of there saying, wow, this was one of the greatest events I've ever been to because it was just so natural. It was a conversation between the writers talking back and forth. And I remember when I wrote this one for so-and-so and then they start playing it and you're like, oh my goodness. So it was, uh, you really felt like you were part of the story. It was a really special event. And I think clubs would really benefit from that. So let me ask you, Music City Live, how does a club go about booking something like that? Yeah, Corey, I'm so glad that you were able to experience that because not a lot of people have. I, I joke, unless, you know, you've jumped on a plane, flown to Nashville, gone to the listening room or Bluebird Cafe or, you know, Belcourt Taps places that are known for that kind of experience, a lot of people don't even know what it is. And then they experience it and it's, you know, it's the event of a lifetime. I can't believe I felt like I was a part of the show. They were talking right to me. They were sharing the story that came about and how this hit song everyone knows. 
became what it is today. Like what a unique and intimate experience. So that's truly the inspiration. Um, and that's what we're, we're excited to take on the road. Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, reaching out to us directly, um, our website's littleowlentertainment.com or just my name, Nick, and I see K at littleowlentertainment.com. Um, you know, we call them anchor dates. We've talked with, I think, 40 plus clubs now all over the country, and every club's dealing with a little different COVID protocol and reopening and uh, redoing their, their calendar for this year and next year. But um, it's fun to reconnect and be like, hey, folks in Charlotte, we've got one anchor date this weekend. Are you interested in, uh, in joining the tour? You know, we'll be there anyway, so might as well link up. So, yeah, we'd love to connect with any club manager or, or business or anyone that is interested and uh, really bring that Nashville experience to them directly. So we're going to take. Can I interject here? Go uh, ahead, Dick. Corey. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Interject. Um, uh, I just want to interject one thing. Uh, while uh, Nick was talking, I was thinking about we're we're going to be sponsoring KKW is going to have a cocktail hour, to kind of a celebration of uh, on our way out of the pandemic, hopefully, and that's going to be on May twentieth. And Nick is going to be our featured guest there, and and with some entertainment. So if anybody. That, that uh, listens in on that is going to have an opportunity to to really uh, to really see what Nick does and get a sample of it. So we'll have more information on that coming out as we finalize. But that'll be a good opportunity if people actually experience the the type of uh, uh, performance that Nick can put on for you. No, I think that's fantastic. And what I'd like to do is take a quick break, and then Nick, we're going to ask you to share some musical stories with us, some of the behind the scenes that people may not know about some of the big acts you work with, as well as what a successful event looks like, and we'll do that right after the break. Stand by. Maximize your return on investment by utilizing the expertise of the Copland, Keebler, and Wallace team. They have an unparalleled over 400 combined years of club and hospitality management experience to invest in your operation. They are not just another search firm. They are your trusted partners and advisors dedicated to ensuring your success. Quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. The three founding alliance firms, Copling, Keebler & Wallace, McMahon Group, and Club Benchmarking are independent entities working together for the common good of the industry, serving clubs in all aspects of strategic planning, operations, finances, human capital, and facilities. The CLA's core values serve as a framework for the proven best practices that create relevant and enduring clubs. Informed leadership, strategic stewardship, empowered management and team, compelling member experience. Learn more at www.clubleadershipalliance.com. Are you effectively communicating with your members and prospects? Clubs that use regular video updates build stronger relationships. They allow members and staff to always be in the know. The best part? Videobolt.com does it all for you. Your dedicated producer will help you create a video content plan that we write, host, and produce and deliver in two days or less. No hassles or headaches. See why the top clubs are working with Videobolt.com and how they keep their members engaged. To learn more, visit Videobolt.com clubs or call 855-235-0040. 
And welcome back. We're talking with Nick Weir from Little Owl Entertainment and Dick Coplin, of course, from Coplin, Keebler and Wallace. Now, Nick's got an extensive career and he's been on the road with some of the biggest acts. And we're going to ask him to uh, share some of the stories from behind the scenes, some of those great musical stories that sometimes you catch up on on documentaries on Netflix or whatever it may be. But Nick, is there anything that stands out from a life on the road with some of these big acts like Jewel or Hunter Hayes or uh, 30 Seconds to Mars or anybody that comes to mind? Oh, man. Again, Corey, how much time do you got? We just um, need one story, Nick. Give us something memorable, <laughs> a nugget. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like I've, I've pulled my Grammys story uh, quite a few times. So I'll give you the, the short short version of that. I was with um, an artist named Hunter Hayes, and country pop artist that I was able to play the Grammys a couple times, actually, but... Uh, that's always kind of my go-to um, story. Essentially, we uh, were given two two dressing rooms: one upstairs in the suite behind the stage for the band, one down on the event floor, which is actually the the Lakers and the Clippers locker room um, uh, at the Staples Center in, in Los Angeles. And you know, the four uh, four artists in the Lakers dressing room or or locker room was uh, Daft. Punk, Stevie Wonder, um, uh, Niall Rogers, I believe, and then Hunter Hayes. So just to be in, you know, a couple feet of these legends was just like, wow, what is happening? Then you walk out to the hallway where uh, most people in my position just try to be a fly on the wall and, and just see everyone walking by. And I mean, that is that is our Super Bowl, you know, in the industry. That is our CMAA conference, if you will. And uh just a chance to catch up with old friends. It's always like a family reunion, like a lot of uh, association conferences are in the club world. But uh, yeah, just, I mean, I getting to ride the elevator with Ozzy Osbourne and you walk out and you're holding the door for Willie Nelson. And you see, uh, I shared this on uh, the extraordinary leader program with uh, Kevin and, and Shelly, but seeing two Beatles, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr hug right in front of me first time they're seeing each other that day looking around and everyone's jaws on the floor like can you believe what's happening right now um it's just like one of those pinch yourself moments and uh yeah I'll tell my uh tell my son about that when he's old enough and uh so many more like that but that's definitely one of the, the pinnacle ones that sticks out yeah, and those are great stories. I was a music fan. You gave me goosebumps, so that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> you know, Dick, a lot of clubs have trepidation doing something new, and you alluded to that earlier with everybody. You get tired of doing the same old event. But what would you say to a GM who's listening that's trying to shake it up? How easy is it to work with Nick, and how easy it to, is it to engage with his company? Well, I can uh, just uh, sum that up in one word. Uh, you can trust Nick to do the right thing. And I, uh, I was thinking this morning, actually, back, uh, uh, you know, when, when, when you look at companies and, and people you know and work with and who do you trust? I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. And, and you can trust Nick to do the right thing in the right way. And you don't need to sign a contract. I shouldn't say that, but I, I don't think we ever <laughs> did sign a contract. It reminded me of, I'll tell a 30 second story of doing a search years ago in Fargo, North Dakota, and we got all done and got paid. Everything was great. And I realized we hadn't signed a contract. And I called the president and I said, uh, you know, we never signed a contract. And he said, well, the search is done, right? You got paid. I said, that's right. And he said, well, he said, my word is my contract. 
And I said, that's good enough for me. And, you know, Corey, you and I had that same conversation. Yes, uh, we did. We've been fortunate to use your company now for a number of years, and these video presentations we do on our job postings have been incredible. But I recall after our first year, you know, we had a one-year contract, and you called me and said, uh, do I need to send a new contract? And I said, not unless you think you do, because, you know, I'll give you my word. And Corey said, you got mine. And, and Corey, that's a nice way to do business. And, unfortunately, it's not too often today now. I know that Nick uh, will, will have to have some kind of an engagement letter, but I can just tell you that you can trust Nick to do the right thing, and he'll he'll be the best partner you could ever have and when you engage him for one of these events. So he, he will he will go above and beyond uh, to make sure the event is successful. That's just a beautiful thing to say, Nick. So what does a successful event look like then? Yeah, real quick, Corey, Dick, thank you for that. And, and that's it. I mean, I'm so blessed to know so many great people in this industry. And the more I get connected with, the more I find out there's just so many great people in the private club world. And um, those are the folks we want to work with. I mean, you know, the music industry has some really great people too. It can sometimes be a little competitive and a little dog eat dog, which I guess every industry can, but it is very attractive to me and to companies alike that, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's a great fraternity of people, friends in the industry, colleagues, sharing ideas, sharing contacts. It just, it means the world. Um, so thank you. Thank you everyone listening for that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Corey, your question, what's a successful event? Um, Honestly, I've got three quick answers here for you, but I mean, our goal has always been to make the club managers look like the heroes. No one needs to really know at the club who it was that booked the event or who produced it. We want the managers that had the creative thought to do something different and take a chance and, and just allow their members to see something truly great. We want them to have the praise. We want them to have the members running up to them saying, when do we get to do this again? Um, the second thing is, is something our friend Dick, um, Kevin McDonald had me do years ago and he was just kind of helping me build my business and create some really cool experiences. And he, he said, I want you to close your eyes and then I want you to imagine being in the bushes outside of one of your events. What do you want people to say when they, when they leave? What do you want to hear? Um, and such a great exercise and then open your eyes and write down, you know, 10, 12 things. And, and, you know, I know what, what I want, but then it's teaming up with club managers and, and GMs, event coordinators, clubhouse managers. What do you guys want to hear? Do you want to hear, Oh, it was fine. You know, this is the same thing they did last year. Um, you know, but you know, it, it was something. No, everyone wants to hear like, what a great event. I'm so glad we came to this. I can't wait to tell so-and-so about it. So, um, and the last thing I, I did this exercise, I had the opportunity to speak a couple of years ago at the uh, mid-level managers conference in New Orleans and uh crazy day. I, I was with Lauren Zagel uh, on the Today Show that morning and flew in and spoke. And I don't know what I said, but the one thing I do remember was, um, you know, something that I, I truly try to think about every week or, or when we're getting creative with the club is I want you, whoever I'm talking to, picture or, or reimagine the best concert or the best sporting event or the best event you've ever been to. Imagine when you bought the ticket for that concert. Imagine driving to the concert, what you felt like, friends, family, whoever's with you. Imagine what you felt 
when you're getting your ticket scanned, going through security, finding your seat, when the lights fade to black for the first time, the goosebumps you get, when the band comes out or your favorite artist takes the stage and sings that song, what that felt like. When the concert's over, the positive energy just buzzing for the group of people walking out, talking about it on the way home, thinking about it the next morning, telling everyone you know about it. That's an experience. That is a moment that you will remember forever. And I said this to, to Dick when we were chatting earlier. Can you imagine Garth Brooks? You get to his concert and he wasn't prepared and he walks out. Sorry, guys, we, uh, we forgot how to do this or uh, we're just going to give you what we can tonight. No, he delivers every single time. So if the common fan is going to spend $100 on a concert ticket and have a lifelong experience, shouldn't club members that pay quite a bit more than that to belong to a club to that VIP and that exclusivity, shouldn't they expect that every single time? Shouldn't we deliver that every single time? Um, so th- I guess that's, you know, what we strive to do is just challenge the industry a little bit and challenge our friends in, in club management roles. Like, let's not just do an event for the sake of doing an event. Let's make it an experience. And so I guess that that's what we consider success. It's that same feeling that you get when you go to your favorite artist, your favorite sporting event, your favorite event. Like, let's create those moments in your clubs. And listen, they're not all going to be a 10 out of 10. But when you have that, you know, intentional just guidance and vision and it starts at the top to do that and deliver that to your members what a great place to be that's what the members look for so yeah let's give them what they want and it's a great way for you to stand out and to stand apart i mean you're making memories nick and you know to dick's point nick and i only spoke briefly uh just a short while ago and you know i can understand why dick is so passionate and so fond of Nick. He, Nick, you seem like a great guy. It seems like we're a lot alike. I look forward to meeting you in person. Uh, club managers, this sounds like a wonderful opportunity to create memories for your club, for your members. As Nick alluded to, there were three buckets, the country music bucket in the round, the Music City Live, if you will, the big event where they can bring in the national acts or the tribute band you know, get out of that same rut. We're coming out of a year that everybody uh, wants to forget. So why not celebrate it with something big? Music City Live, Nick Weir. You can reach him at Little Owl Entertainment. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time. And we look forward to seeing you on May 20th on the virtual happy hour that KKNW is hosting. Thank you. Corey, Dick, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Nick. And thank you, Dick. Good hearing your voice. And to learn more about Nick Weir, as well as to learn more about the team at Copland, Keebler, and Wallace and how they can help your club with search, or to learn more about their education series or anything else that they can help you with in the club space, please visit KKNW, that's and spelled out, dot com. KKNW.com. I'm Corey Sabin from VideoBolt.com. Thank you for being with us today.